I need you to listen to this for me. Like we're friends, and and I feel like this could really help you if you listen to this podcast episode. She read some Harry Potter fan fiction, and that's not that's not clean stuff. I know what goes on on those websites. Like they'll give somebody like a three piece suit and a pocket watch or something, and you're like, what do you mean? This is his new look. How could that be his new look? You know, someone turns a corner to their cat, and the cat says, "Well, ha!" Like a southern gentleman, and I love that. Hello, and welcome to People You May Know. My guest today is my mother, aka Zoe or Zoanne. I loved having my mom on the podcast. We had such a good time. I got to ask her all of the things I've been dying to ask her about reality shows and how she wants to die. And it just was fantastic. You know, it went exactly as I hoped it would. Uh, She was nervous coming on because she tends to be more shy, but she, I think, did a great job at just talking like we were just alone. I mean, we were, but, (laughs) you know, it can be hard to feel that way sometimes when you know you're recording for an audience. So it was really awesome. I think you guys are going to get to see just what she's like. She's really nice. She's really fun. And... I can't wait for you to listen. So at the end of the episode, we talked about how her dad wrote a book, like a memoir type of book. Her dad passed away recently at the age of 91, I want to say, maybe 92. And so I wanted to read a book that he'd written so that I could talk to my mom about it and just ask her about some, some of what was in there. And the book's an interesting type of, of memoir because it's not all about him. It's like his life story is told through the people he's known in his life. So it's like, it starts with, you know, friends and neighbors and brothers and sisters and parents and grandparents. And then it goes on to coworkers and people he dated and people he was in the military with. And it's not just significant people in his life. It's, it's anyone he remembers encountering. And I think it's so interesting that he felt those encounters were significant enough that they should be included in his memoir And I think I'm very similar. Like when I started thinking about it, I was like, you know, this podcast is really just an audio version of that idea. Like I want to have conversations with everyone I've ever met and just relive those relationships. So I just, I think it's really interesting that he created a memoir that's so unique. It's something I've never seen before. So you can't go out and pick it up, but you know what? (laughs) If you want all the juicy tidbits, just write to me. I wrote pages and pages of notes and I did talk about a lot of them with my mom on the podcast, but some others I didn't, I didn't mention, but You know, we had other things in common. His birthday was only three days before mine. His birthday was October 14th. 
he was a veteran. So I'm recording this on Veterans Day. So happy Veterans Day to grandpa. He was blind. He went blind from glaucoma when he was, I think, in his 40s. I can't imagine how terrifying that must have been just to learn about, to have start happening. And then as it progressed, as he got older, I just can't even imagine. But he was a great guy, always had a happy face, always there for his wife, my grandma. They were married for, I can't even tell you how long, 60 something years. I don't know, but a very long time. And you know, my mom's mom was great as well. She also passed away recently and we didn't really talk about her on this episode. I should have definitely thought up some sort of game (laughs) about my grandma, but she was great too. Just so you don't think I'm leaving her out because she was trash or something. No, it's just, she didn't write a memoir. So come on, grandma. So enjoy this episode with my mom. Okay, so today we're going to start with a game. I like to do a like this or that type of game to start as it feels like a good way to get comfortable. So ours is going to be about reality shows. So who would you rather be in an alliance with? This first one is all about Big Brother, and most of them are people from this season um, maybe all of them. Okay. Who would you rather be in an alliance with Tyler or Cody? Tyler. Tyler. Okay. Why? Uh, he just seemed, uh, more down to earth, easier to talk to. And even though Cody did a better game this season, I still think I'd rather be with Tyler. Okay. I do. I think Tyler does seem good to talk to, but it's hard to know if you can ever trust him to me. Like, I don't know. I'm try. I don't remember the first season he was on, if he had people that he was like loyal to, to the end. Um, but that might make a difference. But this season, it didn't seem like he was really like that loyal to people. Um, but Cody, I mean, It's like, how do you know if you're someone's number one versus like one of the expendable people? It's kind of hard to say, but I think if you really felt like you were his number one, like Enzo this season, like then you're in a good position, but I guess a good position to get second place. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Who would you rather be in an alliance with Christmas or Danielle? Wow, that's tough. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, boy, they both have, gosh, good traits in a way, because if they like you, I don't know. I think Christmas might be more loyal to you. Mm-hmm. I think Danny could change at any time, kind of like she did with T- Tyler, I guess. And, uh, mm-hmm. and even Nicole, I mean. Nicole, yeah. Yeah, she didn't turn on her in the game, but as soon as she left the game, she did. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So probably Christmas, I think. (laughs) I think so, too. Like, I really dislike Christmas's personality, 
but she definitely is more loyal and she's easier to manipulate. Like, whereas Danielle, like she loves making big moves and she'll cut anybody. Like she's so ruthless. Like, I don't think it would be good to be on her side. (laughs) Okay. Would you rather be in an alliance with Memphis or Bailey? Oh, gosh. Oh. Could have said anyone else in Memphis, I think. Because uh, <laughs> uh, Bailey, I don't I don't know if I would trust her either. Uh, I think like, she turned on people, too, real quick and had a hard time bonding unless she bonded, really bonded with you. So, mm-hmm. so maybe if you could figure out if you're a really close friend, she might be a good one. Uh, mm-hmm. Memphis, I don't know. I'm not sure because he he worked with his people, and it did seem like he might have went with them all the way. But I just don't like him personally that much. <laughs> so that's what I yeah I'd go with <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> yeah, and I because I do like Bailey. Like I don't know how far you'd get in the game. Like she's she's not going to win anything probably, <laughs> but. But Memphis, he seems fairly loyal if he's with you, but he's also a somewhat smart player and he's really good at competitions. So that can always be a little bit of a threat. So, and yeah, and I don't like him, but it's, it's hard. Cause I really, he would probably get you further. So it's like, yeah. is it worth coming up with his personality? Yeah, <laughs> like, really. And then dumping him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dumping him as soon as you need to. Well, and you know, at the end of this, um, I mean, spoilers for the current season of Big Brother. I don't think anyone's really watching it that and, that will listen to this. And if they are, they've probably seen the finale already. But um, they said that, you know, Cody was the on- only the second player ever to win with a unanimous vote. The first player being Dan, who won against Memphis. Oh, wow. So so the first time Memphis played, zero people voted for him to win. Ooh. So that kind of tells you how, like, unlikable he is, I think. Yeah. But maybe I, even with... Yeah, if you got to the end with him, you might win then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Even though he wins a lot it may not really be a threat to you. That's why I kind of felt like him and Christmas could only take each other to the end because they're both so unlikable. It's their only chance at winning. Yeah. Cause I think if Memphis was against Enzo, even though he's won a lot, Enzo would probably win because people like him more, but it's hard to say. Yeah. I think it would at least be a split vote. Yeah. Okay. What about, Janelle or Enzo, who would you rather be in an alliance with? Oh, okay. That's, I don't know. Uh, Cause I'd like Enzo. I liked his personality. I thought he was fun, probably fun to be around, but I think mm-hmm. Janelle's a great player and she's, if she's your friend, I think she's very lo- loyal to you. So gosh, I might go with Janelle, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, I I do think you're right. If you're on her side, she's very loyal. But she reminds me a lot 
of Danny. I feel like they both are like pretty mean a lot of the time, yeah. meaner than they need to be, and they play harder than they need to play. And I feel like both of them could or would turn on just about anybody if they had to. Um, that's but that's tough because I Enzo, I mean, he's friends with everyone. Would you really be secure in that alliance? It sounded like he had an alliance. He said with everyone in the house this season, like or some sort of deal. So yeah. how much can you trust it with him? And he's terrible at competitions. He I somehow know. won four this season. I don't know, but he was so bad at the ones he was bad at. Wow, I know. Wow, <laughs> I know. Once he didn't win towards the end, I thought, oh, you got to go. <laughs> Sorry that that was really rough. That last competition um yeah the second one um for the final like who's gonna win uh where they had to take pictures oh yeah and yeah get the pigs out of frame like hard to describe the competition but it, it did seem hard but that he did it in, it was like 40 minutes yeah. or something. And Cody did it in four minutes. Yeah. That was. Yeah. But when I saw it, I don't know how they did it. When I first saw it, I thought, wow, how are they going to do that even? It seemed very tough. Uh-huh. It seemed really tough. I can't. It's like, that's why Cody's like amazing because he's great at like the physical competitions, but then he can figure out something that requires a little more thought too. And he, I mean, he's just an all around threat for sure. Like he's just incredibly good at everything. How do you do that in four minutes? Yeah. And then that last, last uh, competition, I like that because normally they do the one where you say the wrong thing. It's like they ask you a question and you know, if it's what you think it is, don't say that, say the other thing. And then you're right. This time it but was right. I like it. It is not even that easy. We have been watching the old seasons and that last competition where they say, which of these quotes came from a former house guest? Both of them usually sound plausible. Sometimes one is totally crazy and that's how you know that one's right, because it's like, well, why would Big Brother just make that up? But sometimes they both are just completely like, yeah, this person would say both of those things. Like, it depends on the mood they're in. It's, I feel like it's so hard. Yes. Because I'll try to go, okay, the opposite of what I think. Or I'll choose what I think. Or I'll go, okay, what do I think this person would be thinking about right now in the jury house? I try so many different ways, and I can never, never get them right consistently. No. It's Ugh. I can't either. So That's why I like this one because you had to know what you're really know your stuff. Well, and it's tough because they had no reason to think they would need to know all of these answers that well because it was everything from like, when did this person use the veto? How many times was this person to have not? How many competitions did this person win? Who did Zingbot, you know, insult before them? There were so many details that I can't believe Nicole and Cody knew all of them without knowing that that would be the last competition of the season. I know. They did really good. It was insane. Like, yeah. But that was, I was glad. 
that they did something different, but I also kind of wished it was more personal things about the house guests. I thought that would have been kind of cool if they went, who like grew up in this place and who has like, you know, a girlfriend named this and whose little brother is named this or whatever. Like, so like playing off the social relationships element, I think could have been. Yeah, that could have been fun. (laughs) Only because that's what I thought it would be when it first started. And then when they asked all the like competition questions, I was like, well, I definitely don't know this. So it's just less fun to watch for me when I'm like, I don't fucking know how many times this person was a have not or whatever. Like, nope. (laughs) No. Okay. One more. Who would you rather be in an alliance with Davon or Kaser? Hmm. I like them both, actually. Uh, yeah. I'd probably say Devon this time. I mean, maybe in the other season, mm-hmm. maybe not. But this one, she seemed a lot funner to be around. And uh, yeah. even though I like Kaser, I think I like what he stands for and everything, uh, what he was talking about personally and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'd probably go with Devon. Yeah, I it's it is tough. She was she was a lot better this season than in previous seasons. She she was more fun, but she still has a lot of that paranoia and if you kind of like she thinks you maybe said something against her, she's going to confront you for one, which isn't always great in Big Brother. Um and she may never trust you again. And so she's she's kind of a tough one. She's not terribly consistent. But Kaser is fairly loyal, but he also doesn't really win anything. Yeah. And, and he's not really get, willing to play the game. Like, there are a lot of people who come in and they go, well, I'm not going to, like, kiss your ass when you're HOH. And it's like, but if you need to, like, you need to do something. If you're not going to do that, you have to have a strategy. You have to make a deal. You have to do something. And I feel like he's a little bit less willing to play the game. Yeah, I think so. So what did you think of the finale overall? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I liked that they didn't bring Will on to to work with him. (laughs) Yeah. I just thought it went better that way. Uh, I, I didn't know who they'd vote for, though. They seemed very like, oh, we might vote for Nicole if she got in. Maybe Enzo played a great social game so it was a little bit unsure but i'm glad they went the way they did and between tyler yeah. and avon getting the twenty-five thou, that was a toss-up oh, yeah yeah i mean it's happy for her. i think she she deserves it yeah i'm glad it went to davon like once they told them it's between you two i was like well you can't give it to tyler now like she would be i just feel like that would be so upsetting for her and he clearly has so much money yeah and he does not i think she's just a single mom she lives in inglewood like she's she doesn't so it's nice and i know nicole already gave her ten thousand this season um in that one competition when she took oh, a, yeah. one of the humilitards instead of the money so so she's i mean she's set up pretty good this season so that's nice what did you think about cody picking enzo over nicole oh that was so tough 
I, I felt mm-hmm. sorry for him because I really, you could see his anguish, you know, mm-hmm. but I know he was like, I can't lose again. I, I can't yeah. get to the end. And, you know, and he had alliances with both of them. So, yeah, I think he sincerely was a little bit closer with Enzo. Yeah. Like, even though he was really close with Nicole, I think he primarily picked him because they're a little bit closer. And because he said Nicole won before. And I think he takes in those elements like Enzo has kids. Enzo doesn't really have money. Those are things that matter to me. So I think she wasn't happy with it. And she was kind of being a baby about it. Like she was being kind of selfish about it to me when she was talking to Julie. Just like, why would he do this? And you know, it was just kind of weird how she couldn't understand it at all. Yeah, because she did say, well, I would have took him, but would you, if you look at yourself, would you? Yeah, you at least considered not. Yeah. And I like that Julie said, well, you weren't in the same position as him, though, because you weren't close with Enzo. So it would be easier for you to just choose Cody. Right. It's totally different. Yep. I thought that was really good that he did that though. And it was, it was really sad though. He, that's like one reason I'm really glad he won. Not only is he like amazing at the game, but he's truly so nice. He never says anything bad about people, like not in any sort of cruel way. Um, He's, he never goes personal. He doesn't insult people. He doesn't like do a lot of this is a game move and then say to the camera, Oh, they're so dumb for believing it or anything. He just like, is you know he plays the game in a pretty straightforward way and he's just always nice yeah so yeah he deserved I'm it glad. yeah and then his like whole family was crying which was cute to see yeah i like how they've changed some stuff now with the coronavirus where they had us see the um the not the jury members but the people who were kicked off before jury they had them do their conversation last week, and then they talked to them a bit more this week, like over video, and then they showed the families over video during the competitions. I thought it was cool. We got kind of got to see more than we usually do. Yeah, I thought it was a good. It ended up being a good season, after all. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really good. I was always really invested in it, but it's... It is harder when there's a big dominant group, but I would just tell myself every week, like they have to start going against each other eventually. And then it'll really get good. Like, yeah, right now they're all, everything is happening exactly how they want, but there's like eight people in the Alliance. So they're really gonna have a, a dramatic end. Yeah. So, (laughs) and that, that did happen. So I'm excited about that. And I'm glad Christmas didn't get anything. I, you know, yeah. <laughs> she's just not very nice. Uh, yeah, I don't, she doesn't need to win anything. I will say I didn't watch the Married at First Sight finale yet. Oh so boy, okay. I don't have that. What, so you know what though? I did hear who stays together and who leaves. I heard like months ago oh, for some reason. Wow. So, but tell me if this is correct, because you watched it, yeah. right? Okay. So is it correct that Bennett and Amelia stay together and um, Miles and Karen stay together? Yep. And Woody and Amani stay together? Yes. And the other two split up, right? Yep. 
Okay, yeah. And that makes sense, like, pretty much for how the season's been going. I wasn't totally sure, though, about Karen and Miles. Like, what do you think about them staying together? I wasn't sure either, because I still don't know if she's really in it fully yet. Mm -hmm. So anything could happen with them. I uh, Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad they tried. I think you're already married. If it's only if it's a terrible situation, if you have something there, which they do, go ahead and try, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And well, and it is interesting this season, they've had to stay together for, I think, about twice as long as the couples usually do because of the coronavirus, like causing a break in production and stuff. So they push the couples a lot more than usual. So now choosing to stay together at this point is more meaningful than it would be on a usual season and choosing to break up isn't as meaningful because, you know, they kind of were putting up with each other for a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah, I think that seems like the right choice. Are they going to do a reunion episode next week? I think so. Okay. Yeah, because that'll be good. That's what I'm really curious about. Like, I don't know that there's any way Karen and Miles will still be together, but the other ones I think will be. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. (laughs) I did watch the new episode of Amazing Race. That was really... Did you watch that one too? Okay, yeah. That was really funny how everyone like didn't read their clue again after that situation last week and then they almost all forgot their bags and had to go back at some point and most of them had lost items by then yeah people were taking other people's items no doubt yeah thinking oh that's mine i'm gonna take that yeah because apparently the guy who sorts through them just left them all like around which seems kind of messed up if they have to take them, but that must have been part of what the show wanted to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of sad for the uh, the people that left because yeah, they uh, at first I wasn't sure, but boy, by the end they really did it all. They did a great job, and they were so emotional with each other. And I just thought, but it gave them a good bond for each other, father and son. So yeah. What what did you think about the U-turns being used? Uh, I didn't really like that. Especially the first one. No. I didn't think there was any reason to do that one. No. There's no reason for these teams to dislike that team so much. It's They helped one team, and it wasn't to get out a strong player. I don't know why they think it was to get out the Olympians, because they weren't strong players. They were last both episodes. Yeah. So, no, I don't think that was their plan. But for people to get so mad, and then they already formed that alliance with a group of teams that's already going to screw over those people, but then they also U-turned them. It's like, my God. Yeah. That was just cruel. And then kind of forcing the hand of the other people to have to U-turn. Because the other one understood, but it was like, did you have to pick that team? They're already last, so I don't know. I think that's why, though, that's because why. they were the only ones who'd probably go home yeah. instead of the other team, which still just – I just couldn't do it. I I couldn't do it, and I feel like the Amazing Race is not Big Brother. In Big Brother, you can lie to people. You can backstab. 
on Amazing Race, I think it's it's just you being shitty. I don't yeah. think it's okay on Amazing Race to do that. I just don't like it. Yeah, I don't either. Trying to think if there was anything else good on that episode. Or if it was mostly just them going into the market and finding all of the items in Portuguese. Which, God, that seemed so hard. Oh, it was hard. It was so funny when <laughs> the one, I think it was a sword, they came back with just a wood. And they said, is that right? Oh my <laughs> no. God. That was so funny. Yeah, everyone else has these giant machetes that like they're going to cut their friggin' leg off with this thing. And then they have a wooden one that's just... <laughs> hilarious like <laughs> what about those guys the one's running with his he's running don't run with that and the other one says i'll take it i'll run <laughs> he's like well no you don't run with it also <laughs> they're such a weird couple because i don't get the feeling that the blonde guy fully likes the brunette guy right i know i don't know <laughs> they're yeah i'm not sure yeah. Sometimes they the, do, the, but... Yeah, sometimes they get along, but, like, the brunette guy is, like, very whiny. I really don't care for his personality. But then the blonde is kind of rude. Like, when the um, brunette was crying, yeah. like, when they were little boat and he was like oh my god this is so special to spend this moment with you and he's crying and the other guy goes what are you crying for yeah i know <laughs> I, like, I thought that was rude how... <laughs> yes it's so rude and it's like don't you don't know about like basic human emotions like that's fairly common for people to cry at a happy moment like yeah. it would be hard to date someone who was dismissive of your emotions even if you know do we need to cry on a swamp boat or whatever <laughs> maybe not <Yeah>. but... <laughs> I know. Uh... just looking for the next game i think the next game will be Okay, so when I was growing up, you, you've you always been a really good mom. You still are. But then I was more challenging as a teen, so it was more impressive. <laughs> <laughs> now it's easy to be a good mom. You live over there. I live over here. You just, when I see you, you put a smile on your face, so that's it. <laughs> but when I was a teen, I think it was a real challenge. But you always were willing to not just be there for me, but to listen to me talk about all the crushes I had. You'd listen to all the terrible music that I liked. I wouldn't say it was terrible, but for you, it probably wasn't fun. Um, so I was wondering, though, can you still remember all of this stuff? Oh, God. <laughs> All of it? Do you, do you remember some of these things? So I'm going to quiz you, okay. okay? So this is going to be this or that. Which band was I obsessed with? Was it AFI or was it Minor Threat? AFI. Okay, good. <laughs> There's one. All right, which band was I obsessed with? My Chemical Romance or Avenged Sevenfold? My Chemical Romance. 
Okay, very good. <laughs> Which band was I obsessed with? Yellow Card or Blink-182? Thank you. Which band was I obsessed with? This one's going to be tricky. MXPX or NoFX? Ooh, okay. MXPX. Huh. I can't visualize either one of those, like, written yeah, on your folder. <laughs> kind of... yeah, I, I wasn't obsessed. Was it the M, so, you know... M, that one? Yes. Okay. That's the only one I can yeah. picture. <laughs> okay, so you still got it. All right. All right, now this is going to be crushes I had. Okay. Which of these guys did I have a crush on? Eli or Brady? Eli. Eli, that's right. Right. Sixth grade. Yeah, sixth right? grade. All right. Which one of these guys did I have a crush on? Nathan or Cooper? I think it was Nathan. That is correct. That was my pet co-crush okay. when I was 12. Okay. Which one of these guys did I have a crush on? Jake, a.k.a. Monkey, or Matt, a.k.a. Robin? Matt, of course. <laughs> of course. Of course, Matt. That was a big one. <laughs> that was a big one. That was a big one for pretty much every girl in Stockton yeah. who went to local shows. <laughs> okay, which guy do I have a crush on? Jacob or Chris? I want to say Jacob. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was another one when I was 12. Jacob. Very good. Wow. You're good at this. All right. The next one is best friends I've had. And now your job here is to remember their last names. Oh, boy. Boy, that's tough. Yeah. I'm not good. Ricky. <laughs> I'll take it's... her last name at the time or her current last name. Is it like. Vanderpool or Vander? Vander Vanderpool now. Vanderpool now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You got it. You don't remember her maiden name, though? I should. Uh, gosh, don't be mad at me, Ricky. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm not good. I don't know why I don't think of people's last name. I usually think of just their first name. Yeah. Even I bet my friends at work, a lot of them I go, oh, yeah, I got it. I better remember your last name. Uh, <laughs> so I'm sorry. I, I can't think of it. It's Bernardo. Okay, Bernardo. Bernardo. <laughs> and he was dead, so, okay. <laughs> that may be why. You're like, you know what? I'm not committing this to memory. It's too hard. <laughs> okay, Kristen. Oh, Kristen. Wow. And hers is more basic, I think, too. Yeah, hers is more basic. I don't know. You know, I tend to visualize stuff more than hear it. So I'm not I'm not picturing it anywhere. It starts with an L. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh Larson. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. Sheridan. Oh, okay. Sheridan. God, I should remember that. Sheridan. But this is the best friend I had when I was like four, yeah. five, six years old. Very little, so. But I, I think I think you can get. Them. I know because we were at the swimming pool with them. 
Okay, first first letter again. Z. Oh yeah, Zimmerman. Right? No, no. that's Eric. Oh, Eric, Eric Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Okay. So she was Z U. Oh. I don't know why. I'm not remembering. Uh I don't know. Might not get it. <laughs> Zumwalt. Oh wow. Yeah, Sheridan Zumwalt. Okay. <laughs> ah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was a long time ago. You know, it was 30 years ago now about, I mean, you know. Yeah. How about Jamie? Lived on Porter yeah. Street. Jamie, what was your last name? See, it shows you. I'm just not really. Last names are not, not strong. Yeah, for me. those stick with you. Do you know mine? No, <laughs> oh, what is your? Is your, your <laughs> Davis. Okay, thank you. I needed to hear you say it. You were like, oh my god, of course I do. <laughs> What's that first letter? <laughs> uh, gosh, I should know hers too, but. Hers also starts with a Z. I know. I was going to say that. It starts with a Z. Um, and it's close Zimmer, to what? Zimmer. Zimmer. Zimmer, man. Zimmer. Zimmer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we, we got Jamie at least. We got one of them because yeah. she was, I was 14, 13 and 14. I was friends with her. I think so. That's still, that's impressive. That's quite a long time ago. Yeah. Was that 20 years ago? Wow. Wowie! Uh, do you remember when we went to see Scream 2 in the movie theater and I started sobbing at the end? Uh, Scream 2. Oh, boy. Uh... I don't know. Gosh. This is what happened. So I, I believe, I don't know if I started sobbing during the movie or just as soon as it ended, there was, I don't know, there was some sort of overwhelming emotion happening. But then when they showed clips of all the characters during the credits, you put together, I don't know how you knew this, but I think you're probably right. That I was upset about oh Kennedy character dying. Yeah. So then you cheered for him during the credits, which I mean, pretty big coming from you, who's very shy. Um, yeah. So that was John just that was a very nice thing to do that I was sobbing over a movie. Yeah, I do remember that you because I know you liked him a lot and that was a big deal that they got rid of him. His character was such a cool character. And so yeah. Yeah, and I think it was like one of the, you know, one of the people from the first movie, and I think the only person from the first movie who died, probably in that one. So yeah, they've all pretty much lived. I think even through the fourth one now, everyone else has pretty much lived. So that's fucked I up. Know. Take him out, <laughs> killing Randy over everybody else. 
come on. You don't think Dewey would die? I mean, maybe he has a gun, I guess, as a cop. Yeah. So maybe he can live a little longer, but come on. Um, do you remember when I saw the movie, that thing you do, and then I needed the soundtrack right then and I wouldn't stop screaming until you told me to the store to get it. <laughs> uh, I can imagine that, but I don't remember. <laughs> don't remember that in particular. <laughs> it happened too many times, that sort of thing. But you know what I just learned? I learned that Rachel from Big Brother, her birthday is the day before mine, October 16th. And I don't like to think I'm like Rachel, but when I think of moments like that, I'm like, okay, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit like Rachel. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I did want to tell you the good news. The guy who wrote all the music that was so addictive from that thing you do, yeah. he did die of coronavirus. So, oh. I mean, <laughs> that's what you get, buddy. You created that moment. Yeah. It's probably very stressful. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you get. That's all, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so you love movies. Maybe not that thing you do, but movies in general, you are very into you and dad go to the movie theater constantly it's all the time right, yeah you go and see stuff i mean now coronavirus obviously you can't as much but normally you see every single movie even the ones that look terrible and sometimes more than once <laughs> yeah even, yeah because the movie theaters just open and we probably have seen five movies and they probably just wow and they're pretty bad ones there's a lot of bad ones out right now <laughs> so yeah yeah, but you got to, you know, it's what you guys like to do. Yeah. Uh, do you, how often do you get tempted to just leave in the middle when it's not very good? A few times. Yeah. I hate to waste the money, but I also hate to just sit there when it's so bad. It hasn't happened to yeah. you. I think Eddie Murphy had one we, we actually left on. And I'm trying to think it was that uh, kind of spacey one he did or so. I don't know. It was so bad. Yes. Yes. We couldn't watch it. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see that one, but I know that he was, he was making some weird stuff around then. Maybe Bowfinger was around there. And I mean, you can't give Eddie Murphy too much power. He's like Adam Sandler. He has a place where he's funny, but he doesn't fully know where the line is. And I think he'll do just about anything for money. So if he gets the opportunity to be in a piece of shit, he's probably going to yeah. be in it. And, yeah. And he'll be probably over the top and a little annoying, like Adam Sandler. Yeah. And other people, yeah, you know, if they get a movie, it's going to be a, probably a good movie because they're a little yeah. here, you know? Yes. Yeah, you want to be the person who's known for being in good stuff. You need to be a little pickier. You just do. If you can. I mean, I get on everybody has that pull, but Eddie Murphy does. You don't have to be in these terrible movies. Yep. But I mean, I guess Steve Martin was in Bowfinger too, and maybe... Maybe that's one of those like cult classics. I really don't know. Yeah, I don't remember that one that well, but a lot of people, I think a lot of people like that one. I think it has okay. something about it. 
So maybe there's something there. So in relation to movies, I want to ask you which movie death you'd rather, rather have. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Would you rather have the death of the lady who falls at the beginning of Cliffhanger or Mel Gibson, a.k.a. William Wallace, at the end of Braveheart? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess I'll have to take the lady. I'm scared of heights, but I think it would be over a lot quicker. Yes. So that's that would be the tough part. You're like, how do I even get there? Yeah. Like, when am I climbing? And then what I think they're doing in that scene is going from one mountain to another one, yeah. like on a top or something. Why would you do that? How common is this to do? That seems foolish. I know. I think it was some rescue thing at that point. Oh, oh okay. So. so maybe you die saving a life. That's nice. Or trying to. I, I know. I think she was getting saved, if I remember. Maybe I'm wrong. Ooh. Yeah, and it didn't work out. <laughs> that would be a bad time to die. Someone's supposed to save you from a cliff, and instead they drop you down it. That yeah. I'd be mad. I want to. I'll be honest. Yeah, right. I would be mad. I'd be yelling on the point now. But still better, better than William Wallace oh, yeah. being like pulled apart. Tortured. Yeah, yeah. He's just pulled until he breaks. Pretty right. Much, yeah. It's like. Yeah, and that's a thing they used to do to people. That's like unbelievable that they used to do that yeah. to people. God. But also, can you still? With certain people, maybe he didn't deserve it. Yeah. But like certain murderers or something, it might be a little fun <laughs> for a while to see. Just a little just bit. A little. I don't want them necessarily pulling their limbs off, but pull them a little bit. Yeah, just a little. Do a little Play-Doh with them. All right. Would you rather have the death of anyone in Texas Chainsaw Massacre or anyone in the blob? Hmm. Well, probably the blob because I don't want to be chopped up with a chainsaw or with some of their other deaths. I'm sure there was horrendous deaths. Yeah. Well, it yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else. Is it usually the chainsaw? But I know that sometimes they put them on the meat hook beforehand. Yeah. Oh, no, no to that. Yeah. No. Yeah. At least a blob just take you over. He kind of just, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering, it's like, is the blob, is it like a suffocation? Like, what is, is he just, he's eating you? Ooh, I hope not. Yeah. I want the. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it does, definitely does fun but it seems a little less scary to have a blob coming towards you where you're like ah than to have a chainsaw guy who may like to play with his food a little bit or play with his victim you know he he likes to have fun with people he likes to chase you he likes to kind of get you and yeah i yeah okay would you rather die like benjamin button as an 84 year old infant or like an animal in pet cemetery where you'll be reborn evil. Ooh. Well, if you had someone you want to go after, that could be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Do you choose? Can you like set a target before? Does it go off of your normal uh, 
inclinations where you're like, that person's a bitch going to go after, like, I don't know. Yeah. Although I couldn't really hurt you. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, yeah. I'd probably go the other way. Button. Okay. Benjamin Button. Yeah. 84 year old baby. And I think that could be kind of nice. I feel like that is what should happen yeah. as people get older. That's really the ideal. Cause then people want to take care of you again. You're getting small. You're getting kind of cute, even though you're wrinkly. It's like people like Sharpays. I think they'd like a little wrinkly baby. Yeah. You know, nice. it's easier to change your diapers. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good choice. Okay, would you rather die like Olivier Martinez in Unfaithful, beaten to death with a snow globe, of course, Mm -hmm. or like the little girl in Hereditary, where your head gets knocked off while you're in anaphylactic shock? Uh, No, I'll take the the other one. (laughs) Because he really didn't even know. It just happened. Bam. He was, didn't he, kind of? that's true. I think he just hit him once with the snow globe and it's like the blood's coming down and he's pretty much gone. Yeah. yeah. That that's probably correct. I do sometimes worry when I'm in the house, I think, what if there's a person around and I think, what if someone really did hit you in the head with something as hard as they could? That would really hurt. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes you watch these I survives and there's a person getting hit in the head with a hammer over and over and they still live. And it's like, I didn't know you could live through that. I know. Yeah. It's hard to believe. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. So, but yeah, snow globe, if it's, if it's just in the right spot, I guess that is, that's the good way to go. I don't, you're already having allergic (laughs) reaction and then you get your head knocked off. Oh no. (laughs) I don't think so. Uh And you get the Christmas spirit with the other one. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's kind of (laughs) nice. It's Christmas forever. Okay, our next game is about cats that we've had. And your ability to remember their different personalities and what they did and things like that. Okay. Which of our cats fell asleep in a pooper scooper? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, huh. I think I'd know that, but it was probably... It was a little one. The pooper scooper is pretty little. The kitty was pretty oh. little. Okay. Hmm. It wasn't Oreo, was it? No, but that is a good guess. That feels like something Oreo might have done. Yeah. I know I I kind of remember seeing that, but I just, I'm not thinking what kitty it was. Uh, well, we didn't have them through adulthood. We only had them as a kitten. Okay. So maybe... Hmm. Maybe the little like uh, salty or uh, was it one of those kitties? It was not. Because they were so tiny. <laughs> they were so tiny. Salty and lobster. Oh. And of course, wicked. Yeah. Cross-eyed lobster, fat, salty, <laughs> and just, just uh, crazy hair, wicked. <laughs> yeah. <So cute. laughs> I don't know. 
it, probably one of those really cute little ones, those little, uh, that orange you had that, uh, was it one of hers? Uh, Babies? Or? It was not one oh, of Angie's. I totally do not know. <laughs> it was a gray kitten. Oh, huh. I don't know. It was Baxter. Oh, Baxter. Remember, I remember Baxter. that name, Baxter. Well, I had the two babies. Oh, Buster. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was a rough. But those, they were so. That, yeah. Yeah. They were so cute. And yeah, I still, I still regret giving them away. At least giving away Baxter. Buster, I think was okay. It was just like a little girl and her mom. And yeah. And he's probably fine but Baxter I really felt bad especially because those people were like oh well we lost him like right after I'm like how do you lose like a six-week-old kitten yeah but yeah that was yeah that was rough but anyway it was cute when he slept in the pooper scooper though oh yeah a witch cat came home with a fish hook in his mouth oh that was Milo yeah. That was Milo. Okay, that's a softball. It's an easy yeah, one. That's an easy one. <laughs> Who slept with their head in the water bowl? Seemed like Orangey did, but it also seemed like there was another cat that as she got old she did. Mm-hmm. It's probably a porter yeah. porterfield. Yeah. Oh, so it was probably, uh, gosh, well, what, no, because that orangey was, had all the kittens, and then, oh, Danny, not Dandelion, the one I had, uh, okay, had her for, see how, names, boy, uh, <laughs> starts with a T, oh, Tootie, <laughs> Tootie, yeah, <laughs> Oh, she was so cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, she at least 18 <laughs> years, huh? Maybe 20. It, yeah, definitely very old and looked very old. It was like, wow, you are not aging well, Tootie. <laughs> uh, falling asleep in the bowl. <laughs> Just hair floating in the water bowl. It's like, come on. And then she's standing against a corner. She's standing against kind of the refrigerator. And just with oh, her face against right. it and just stand there. She would just stand right in front of the refrigerator. And it was like, I guess because of the warmth coming out of the bottom, maybe. But that was, yeah, that was an interesting choice. <laughs> I forgot about that. Which cat jumped on you when you called them? Uh, Wimbley. Wimbley, Yes. Very cute. And he sometimes jumped on you and you didn't call yeah. him. <laughs> now you have to get ready. Ah, okay. <laughs> yes. Like that, that time I got out of the shower, I had my towel wrapped around me. And then I look on the bed and Wimbley's like ready to jump. And I was like, ah, that's like catch him midair. <laughs> like, thank God I saw him. Yeah. Oh, that would have been I know. terrible. <laughs> Which cat perched on your shoulder? to relax oh like would lay up there wicked yeah that's wicked yeah little sweetie 
Mm-hmm. Just clawing her way up there, though. <laughs> You're like, all right, get settled. <laughs> Which cat got stuck high up in a tree for days? That was Milo, too, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Milo, too. Dave. Freaking lunatic. And you think he'd be brave enough to get down, but... Yeah. No, he was not. Until we tried to get him. I think as we kind of, like, somehow got close or something, then he just jumped down, and it was like, okay. (laughs) Who would get their claw stuck in stuff and then get mad when you tried to help? Normal. Is that her name? Nerm- that is true too. <laughs> All the time. Normal would do it, but we had another cat that would do it too. They had very similar energy, these two cats. Pro uh oh, what was the other one? Was she gray, gray and yes, gray, gray, fluffy, yeah. pretty kitty. Precious. Precious. Yes. Very fitting name for her. I know. Precious. <laughs> Which cat did we lose for like two years? And then I found them in a bush at a shopping center a few blocks from the house. Oh, that was uh, Dozer, right? That was Dozer. Yeah, mm-hmm. That was so weird. That was so weird. I still do not understand what happened. If she just got scared one day and ran away or something. Yeah. Because she was kind of shy. She wasn't really. Mm-hmm. Uh, she would have ventured, but maybe she watched uh, the other cat go over the back fence to the church and then came around that That's way. true. That's true. Because remember, we also lost Ollie for a while and then saw him one street over. Yeah. Like, I think he maybe just got lost too. Like, where is home again? Because it was kind of a big open space in the backyard. Yeah. Um, Speedy, see where they'd get lost. Speedy went to the church. Oh. Okay. He finally didn't come back. She, he or she, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah. Because she didn't like the kittens, I think. Yeah. And I think, well, Paco didn't like the kittens. It's hard to keep straight all of them. That, But I remember Paco came in and saw Orangies. I don't know if it was her first or second litter of kittens, but he saw them and he walked out and he never came back. <laughs> oh, he's like, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's like, those ain't mine. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> hey, take care of the dad or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, running out on your children. They're not even your children. You have like no responsibility here. <laughs> That was such a big overreaction from him. It was. Come on. (laughs) Okay. Our last discussion has to do with your dad's book. His like memoir type thing where he writes about Every person he's ever met in his life, anyone he remembers at all, and everything he remembers about them. Yes. <laughs> Good cop, bad cop. Because your dad's name is Horace Hedrick Cop. Yeah, right? Yep. In that order? Yep. Yes. 
I read it a couple months ago, actually. I read it like three months ago, but then we just could never get you on the podcast, like kept having technical issues. So I, and I wanted to save it for the podcast. So that's why I didn't tell you about it before. But after so long, I was like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to (laughs) remember. Yeah, I made notes. I took notes at the time so I could remember what to bring up. Um, Have you read all of it? Yeah, I have. It's been a while, but. Okay, so I'll just remind you of some of the things that were very interesting to me. So he said that his dad rode horseback for transportation. Uh, like that was his car that is crazy yeah like that's how close because then because then he had a car when he was a kid his family got a car i think but when his dad was a kid it was just horses that is crazy that's so recent yeah i know like wow well your grandpa on the other side he he was uh chicago's uh, captain of, of the is it the Chicago or Detroit? I think it was Chicago's uh, fire department. And when they first started, uh, they had horses. That's what pulled the fire engines. What? Yeah. So he did went there to the trucks. So yeah. So that tells you it's been it's it's close. It hasn't been that long. Yeah, <laughs> that seems impossible. Like first of all. How are they able to move at any sort of speed? How are they going to be like efficient? Are they really going to be able to get a fire up? And then also, aren't the horses going to get scared? I mean, I guess they have horses go into battle and stuff like that. But it seems like horses would be like, no, there's a friggin' fire over here. Yeah. And just run away. I guess they get them ready. They, you know, they took care of them and fed them and then time to go. They'd hook them up and. That's true. They probably give them some like training, like they start putting them around fire and getting them used to it and not being so scared. And then whatever different training they have just makes it work out. But that's, that's insane. It's insane. He talked about how I believe his dad owned a grocery store. Yes. And, and he said that people would bring in their grocery list And then his dad would pick up the items and they'd get them. And I was like, that's like what we're starting to do now with like um, Instacart and like having people shop for you at the grocery store. You give them your list and then they pick it out. Yeah, And it's kind of funny to go back to that a little bit. Yeah, because you can kind of see that like in the uh, Little House on the Prairie, you know, they go to the store and go, oh, I need this, this and this and give them their stuff and and a lot of yeah you pay for it you know they they'd let you sign for it so you wouldn't even be paying oh. cash until later oh okay so a lot of like honor system stuff yeah. probably back then wow yeah that's crazy and i wonder like why did they do it that way like did because i feel like now people generally like shopping so i think people often enjoy picking out their own stuff so did people not like that then or was it just not practical or maybe it was 
uh, maybe seen as a um, like courtesy, you know, like when yeah. they pump your gas. I think so. Yeah, it might have been a courtesy. To yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because it, it actually even with dad, his dad, when they were little, they would go to this one store, Good Luck Market, and sign for their groceries too. And he'd pay at okay. the end of the month when he got paid. Uh, so that was kind of interesting that it still was happening because I never experienced that, but dad did. So, Wow. Yeah. So again, like not that long ago and like you just, but you can't imagine that happening now. Yeah. No. I mean, maybe in some parts of the country or something that yeah. still happens or I don't know. Yeah. A little area or small. Yeah. But here, I know, I don't see anybody being like, sure, bring me it back later. Like, no, we can't even handle layaway. We don't even hardly do that anymore. Although that's kind of coming back too. There have been some stores online that will say like, do you want these $80 shoes like for installments of 20 bucks or whatever? So it's kind of interesting that, I mean, that's not layaway. You probably get the shoes and then keep paying them off, but it's a similar sort of idea of like, you don't need all the money up front, which yeah. just wasn't, I feel it wasn't an option for quite a while. Yeah. Maybe because of credit, um, that maybe the stores were more like, just put it on your freaking credit card. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I remember doing layaway when you guys were little at like, yeah, Amart, I think. They would have. Yeah, I think Walmart had it, and then I think I think Walmart maybe had it, and then they got rid of it because I don't know. It may have just been. I remember Nicole going to Walmart and doing layaway when I was like fourteen. So they had it somewhat recently, but then I feel like maybe there was like a ten year, ten fifteen year stretch where it just wasn't around. Yeah. That's interesting when we come back to stuff. Yeah. Um, and then your dad said that his dad was nicknamed Friday and also Happy. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that's interesting. Two, two pretty cool nicknames. Friday, I probably would have stuck with that one. People started saying Happy, I'd go, all right, <laughs> let's. The Friday, you've heard that one? Thank you. Because yeah. <laughs> Happy, you almost go, are you being sarcastic? Like, who's called Happy? Is this like calling a big guy tiny or something? Like, what is this? this is this a jab at me? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm sure he was. He must have. I'm sure he was pretty nice considering the kids he raised who seemed like my dad. My yeah. My uncles were pretty happy people. So. Yeah. Maybe he was just really all often in a good mood. Yeah. He said that his mom was raised by a stepmom. I don't think he really said why, like if her mom died or left or what. I think she died because because uh, he said um, he told a story about how his mom um, didn't understand where her mom was when she was little. And they told her that her mom was put up and they'd also say that like canned goods on the pantry were put up. So then his mom was, would like search for her mom 
in the pantry. Oh, yeah, I know. I remember that, but I didn't know that much about my grandma. Uh, on my dad's side, I wish I would have, but yeah, that's sad if that was the case for her. Yeah, I'll have to read that better now. To yeah, there are certain things that he will mention in the book that I'm like, I need more detail. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, he'll say some crazy stuff. Like he said that a circus elephant took Nina Jean out of her mama's arms as a baby. Oh, gee. And I'm, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you can't just say that. And then we're done with the story. <laughs> really? Okay, grandpa, I need more information. Yeah, really. But yeah, that's, I, I do wonder, because now that I'm reading the, put up wording that can't mean put up for adoption because she i guess maybe i mean maybe she died in childbirth i guess that was probably pretty common or i don't know yeah. maybe she was in an insane asylum that also was pretty common yeah <laughs> i don't know no i don't know either now i i don't know if i will be able to find out <laughs> yeah i wonder if anyone if anyone has any idea. Yeah. Um, he wrote about um, having an outdoor toilet. So like when, when he was a kid, they initially like didn't have indoor plumbing, like no like hot water. They used an outhouse and that, but then as he grew up, those things like they got indoor plumbing and, you know, so he kind of got to see the transition of that, yeah. which is kind of cool. Um, but imagining the porta potties, he said that a neighbor was bit by a black widow on his privates <laughs> while using the outhouse. Uh, I, I know. I can't imagine. I, I, I couldn't handle that. I don't think. No. No, God, terrifying. But if you have to, you, have you would to. just have to. And this is just the way the world is. You wouldn't know there's anything better. But I was just listening to a podcast the other day, um, Freedom, and they were talking about, like, if you had to live your childhood again, knowing what we have now, like, how hard would that be? Like, knowing you could have the internet and a smartphone and watch TV whenever you want and skip past commercials and you know, all of the technology that we have, like that would be really hard, but it would be a lot harder if you had like indoor plumbing and then to go back to a time that doesn't yes. or heating or I can't, yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, that'd be a lot harder to have to go back to how they live. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or just like babies, like people all of my, dad and his brothers and sisters were born at home yes <laughs> so yeah that's so crazy and see again that's happening sometimes now but generally we're like well that's crazy but it's like that was so common yeah you know that was just the way it worked and it and it does kind of make sense i get that you can't do a lot of the emergency procedures and it's not as sterile but Babies were never born in a sterile environment. Like that's not how animals are. That's, you know, that's not how people are. We didn't grow up in sterile environments. Yeah. So I don't think everything needs to be sterile the way that we kind of think it does. Yeah, that's true. 
but you know, I guess a lot of babies died when they were little too, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. And people died a lot younger. You go to the yeah grave sites and you see, you know, dying at 45 or 30 or, you know. Yeah. So, so I guess it's good that we can clean stuff. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> uh, grandpa was nicknamed brother. And well, he was like, he said he was called brother by family and neighbors. So I believe he said that's what he thought his name was when he started school. And then they put down his real name. He was like, what? <laughs> My name is brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I know. It is funny that, uh, well, you know the star, like my brother's called me Sweetie or Sweetie Pie. Yeah. And then you do think the other kids would start saying that. They say, no, that's not what you call her. That's what we call her. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. And you would think, yeah, if you hear some kids calling a kid brother, you're like, well, yeah, that's their brother. I'm not going to call him brother also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, sometimes that's how nicknames are born. And he talked about how Ronnie Fern's son fell out of the back door of the car at two years old yeah, and was left in the middle of the street. And didn't that happen to dad? Yes, it did. His mom had a basket of laundry and she decided to put the laundry in the middle and the child on the outside. So when the the car door opened, he went flying and the the laundry was fine. <laughs> but luckily he landed yeah, on his still, bottom, they think. So Yeah. Okay. But it still tells you that that's probably I mean, even though we can go, I mean, grandma was crazy or whatever, um we can know that and and say, God, she was doing such a terrible job, or kid flew out of the car and she didn't even noticed. But that this happened to at least one other person that you know. Yeah. It probably was fairly common and it was just babies aren't really strapped in and the car doors just fly open sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And everything's probably so noisy in those old cars that you didn't, you know, like now cars, it was like a smooth ride. If something, if your baby flew out, you'd hear the car door open and stuff. But back then it was probably like so loud. And now we have that it made. Yeah. We have like the locks and the baby proof locks and. So the yeah. child can't open the door. Yeah. And if they did, they'd probably be seat belted in with multiple things and you know. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't so crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um he also said that Clarence Hill's mom was named Ida Olive Hill. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we have a little kitty named Olive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is another thing he said that I thought, I need more information. He said that a friend in fifth grade died from his sister kicking him in a sensitive area. Oh, gosh. How do you die from getting kicked in the balls or whatever? Yeah. What? Are you sure? Really? <laughs> but this was in the... Is, yeah. So it's like maybe an infection, maybe I don't know, yeah. and they just don't have to cure it. But wow. I know. Well, wow. well dad said there's a kid he knew that got kicked like that and he had to go to the hospital. He was in the hospital. So I guess it could be oh. pretty serious, so if they didn't know what to do. 
Yeah, I guess that's why boys are such babies <laughs> about it now. Really? <laughs> Cover up. <laughs> Come on. Uh, he also wrote that Nina Jean called her youngest child Caboose because he's the last. Oh. And I thought that was very cute. Yeah. I was like, okay, so Mila's little Caboose. Little caboose yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really cute. Um, it was reading about some of the stuff with grandma and their courtship was interesting. <laughs> um, well, there was other stuff with his romantic life that was interesting. I was like, wow. Okay. Uh, like, do you recall the part where he says he, I think lost his virginity to like a geisha? Oh, no, I don't. I, I really got to read that again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he does a lot of like read between the lines sort of writing too. So you may have read it and been like, this is innocent. But to me, I was like, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that that is what he's implying. Yeah. Well, I bet he went to the in the military because he went young and he probably, I'm sure a lot of the soldiers, you know, they, another country. Yes. He said, he said him and another guy went to a comfort house, uh, I think is what it was. Called. Wow. As, yeah, I guess so. But he also, I don't think he was there for this. I think maybe it was his friend. I don't recall, but he said that two guys like jumped off the back of an army truck to like get into a town somewhere, you know, and that one of them, like, I think had a wedding ring that got stuck and his whole like finger came off or, or all the skin on his finger came off one or the other. It was horrifying. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So fun experiences but he talked about his first date with grandma they worked together for a while yeah and just like kind of got to know each other but on their first not their first date but the first time they hung out they like hung out with a group of people and then he's like does anybody need a ride home grandma said yes and then on the way home he had to pull over so she could throw up because she was so drunk (laughs) yeah (laughs) i know it doesn't sound like her but no not the grandma i know the, but i yeah. guess well i think i'm not the early grandma but then later when she got to be in her 80s she started drinking again a little bit so oh, she just, for, just for fun just kind of like oh we're going out for a fancy drink you know like okay oh. mom <laughs> That's funny. Oh my God. i could see that yeah definitely her personality more as she got older i could see more of that like adventurousness and yeah like on side i could see her doing doing that yeah i think she liked my um, dad because of that because he he pulled over and pulled her hair back you know like a gentleman does while you're throwing up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice and it's you know it's nicer than i just read recently that andy richter um you know who's like conan o'brien's co-host and his wife now ex-wife that when they met, she, I want to say she pooped on his floor. She was so drunk that she like had diarrhea on his floor and he cleaned it up. And that's how she was like, wow, what a gentleman. And I'm like, I think I would never repeat that story again. I'd probably never talk to that person again. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I think we wouldn't see each other again, probably. Yeah. But throwing up when you're drunk, that's a little more reasonable. Yeah. You can have a story from that. But if it was, 
you know, you pooped on his floor, maybe change it to throw up. Let's so it's not so disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you read the story too with my dad? Because I always thought this was so interesting when he lived in San Francisco where he met my mom, but he had his own little tiny apartment. It was only enough room for one person. It was just a box practically. Uh, but two people lived there. He lived there during the day and another man lived there at night. I think, yeah, yeah, I think he just slept there at night and then the other guy had the day shift. But he never met that man until way later. Then they're like, oh, you're the one I share, you know, a bed with. Wow. So it's like, that would be so strange. I think I think one of my friends did something like that recently wow. where he was only allowed to be in the house from this time to this time because the other person had it from that time to that time. So it's kind of like, what am I going to do during the day? I'm not allowed to be there during the day. Um, but that seems like an impossible arrangement and definitely a no thank you for me. Yeah. I, I need that home space, even having a roommate in general seems hard, but one that's that, I don't know. That's just a really weird um, way to live. Yeah, that is. <laughs> um, he talked about how when you were a baby, your grandpa noticed that you would fall over backwards when walking a lot when you were first learning how to walk. Oh, wow. Okay. So he had heels added to your shoes so that you wouldn't fall back. Oh. And it worked. <laughs> Gosh, it's funny. I don't don't remember reading that, or but that's cute. My grandpa was. I'm sure he was always thinking what he could do. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that is really cute, and it and it reminds me of like Eddie's kids. I remember. I think it was Mila, but maybe also Evan. Like used to fall a lot, yes. and Evan did a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So if we'd thought of that. Maybe could have added some heels to his shoes or something yeah, really. to help offset the weight of his giant head. That's probably what it was. You know, when babies just have these huge heads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but very clever. I know. You, he also talked about how you would order cottage cheese and fruit at Llewellyn's restaurant. Oh, yeah. And I was like, wow, you still love I still love it. <laughs> my grandpa was so funny because he always I love certain things but I didn't always want them but he would like oh she wants the cottage cheese and fruit you know she wants this I, I couldn't say no I, I love my grandpa so it's like yeah I do uh -huh. <laughs> you know see and you you get that for a lot of things because I remember like you you always get cat stuff because you love cats. So people oh, yeah. will buy you cat figurines and stuff for your birthday. And then also being a school bus driver, people would want to get you school bus stuff. And it's yeah. like, why, <laughs> why do I want this? But you're like, sometimes I want something other than these like two things, you know, about me yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. branch out, but you know, it's hard. I know. But that happens too. Even like at, uh, at Starbucks, sometimes if you go to the same one too much, they'll be like, I got your mocha coming yeah. out. And you're like, oh, I actually don't want that today, but okay. I know. <laughs> that is awkward when people, because we do that. We go to a, 
a place, you know, or dad with Chuck's and they'll go, okay, same old thing. And they order it before we, right when we walk in the door, we're like, well, I don't want that today, but I guess we're taking it today. <laughs> yeah. Like that's just a weird thing to do. Like they should say, do you want your yeah. usual? Yeah. Like maybe that. Um, I had a different experience once where I went to a Thai restaurant and ordered like the same thing I always did. And they were like, no, 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 you need to get something different. And I was like, I really like the thing that I always get though. So I don't want something yeah. different. She's like, no, you've got to try something else. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. like, so I don't remember if she pressured me into it then or not, but she might've. Yeah. <laughs> I, and a lot of times you know. it's not that good. You get something else, you go, oh. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I don't know for a lot of things. I feel like I know what I like. And generally when I branch out, I'm not thrilled about it. I'm like, yeah, this is okay. But I wish I'd gotten the thing I like. Yeah. He wrote about how he said, grandpa Hill was hit by a car at 67. He had his scalp pulled back and he broke his leg. Yeah. And while he was recovering, that's when you got your teddy bear from Dina yeah. when you were two. Yeah. That I still have. So I thought that was, yeah, you still have it. Yeah. I thought that was pretty crazy. Like, first of all, that you've had that bear since you were two. And just that getting hit by a car at 67 and like such a serious yeah. accident. Well, he, I didn't uh, he used to always pick up things on the side of the road. Now, this is someone, you know, like I said, captain of the fire department. He had lots of money. He didn't need to do that, but he just always felt like, oh, gosh, look at that. And, and that's what happened. He stopped to pick up, I think, a towel and uh, got hit by a car. And it, he was in the hospital for about a year in Santa Cruz. So wow, it was really bad. So we had to go. We did go every weekend. My dad worked Monday through Friday. We'd get in the car Saturday, go up and see him every single weekend for almost a year. Uh, so, yeah. Wow. That is a long time to be in the hospital. Yes, I know. It was a miracle that he got better and out. And I think he lived another, I don't know, maybe 20 years. 16, wow. Or maybe somewhere in there, 15 to 20 uh yeah so that's incredible yeah yeah and uh, i hope he stopped picking up I stuff know. from the street i know i think he did uh, <laughs> i know yeah okay the last thing that i have here is still grandpa's book i just want to <laughs> share some funny names he taught you know like i said he talked about everyone that he ever met and a lot of these people had really odd names or really like weird nicknames. <laughs> so I just want to share a couple of those. He's got his friend Bob Butts, a.k.a. Potso. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he's already got Butts. And then he also becomes Potso. <laughs> okay. That sounds like my dad. <laughs> Yeah, poor guy. This, oh man, Mr. Butts, a.k.a. Potso. Poor guy. Jeez. All right, then there was Gene Yarnigan, a.k.a. Shorts. Oh, wow, okay. 
I like that nickname shorts. Yeah. And I'm curious, does he just always wear shorts? Was it that kind of thing? Like even in the winter, this guy's got shorts on and you go, you know what? Your name is shorts. Now. I, know. I don't know. I don't know. But again, grandpa, give us the origin. Yeah. You, you know, you can't just tell us someone's nickname is Pazzo or shorts and not explain it. Yeah. I, I really want to know. Peg Lake Pete. Oh, okay. He must have a peg Another leg. friend. <laughs> I don't know. I would hope if he didn't, <laughs> I don't know what the heck is going on. It is funny that he could, <laughs> his memory was so great up until before he died, practically before then he could remember everything. Anyone he met, I, my memory was never like that. He would, he would remember every one of our teachers, our, our friends. Wow. Or, it's like, wow, you got a memory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't it's it is kind of weird when you notice those sorts of things like cuz I think when you're growing up you always hear about people who are forgetful or people who know more, people who misplace stuff, but you kind of just think you're all the same. Yeah. But it becomes more obvious as you get older, but especially when the change is within yourself where like I used to remember stuff and now I don't. Yeah. Or, you know, how do you remember all of these things that we did? But I don't. Like, Sean kind of has a terrible memory. Like, he doesn't ever remember anything. I can be like, what's that show we watched last week? He's like, what? And then I'll show him the picture of it. I'll talk about the characters. I'll show him the actors. And he's like, that is not familiar. I'm like, what? (laughs) He's too young. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, but I don't know if he's just, like, only half paying attention to things or if he's so, like, like he thinks he has ADHD. So it's like, I don't know if he's just like on to the next thing, like even while he's doing something and he lets everything else go. I don't know. I know. But yeah, it's hard because my dad had a, a great memory better than mine. And he probably still does in some ways, but in other ways he doesn't like the shows and stuff like that. He can go, I don't know. I don't remember that. What are you talking about? Uh, and so, <laughs> so now I don't feel as bad because my memory is not really very good either, but. I think it's a little better than his. <laughs> yeah. That can make you feel pretty good, at least. You got that person to compare yourself to. <laughs> <I know. laughs> okay, and then there's Pastor Herb Ringo. Okay. Pretty cool yeah. name. And then two girls he dated. Oh. Qu- Cuisine Moore. Wow, okay. Cuisine <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Cuisine. All right. Grandma would have liked that one. (laughs) Mm -mm. No, I don't think so. And then Mary Slot Overbay, a.k.a. Bones. What the heck? Okay. (laughs) I love that her nickname was Bones. It's like, what the hell? I'd be pissed. You can't nickname someone Bones. I guess it could be cool to be called Bones, but it also, it's probably just because she's like so skinny, yeah. like Bones, I assume. Yeah. So it's more of one of those insults that people turn into a nickname. It's like, no, I really don't want this to stick. Okay, you're going to keep calling me Bones. All right. Uh, well, like your bubble stick. That was you. Bubble stick. <laughs> you know, but I created that, yeah. right? I somehow, I... When I was whatever age two or something, I said, call me bubble stick. I don't know what, who knows what I thought I was saying, 
maybe it was bubble stick. Maybe I thought I was saying bones, you know, yeah. I don't, maybe I thought I had some sort of cool. Uh, I do remember, I think it was Aiden when he was little once said like he wanted to be called blade or something <laughs> like, no, <laughs> like a six-year-old is never going to be blade. Okay. Yeah. You're going to need to stab a classmate if you want us to start calling you blade. Yeah. You have to do cool get a motorcycle or something that's the only way yeah you can't just suddenly be played no, no. no. that wouldn't <laughs> that never fit with him even now no <laughs> no he can be like teddy or something like you know he's boy just too yeah, just, he was always too sweet he's not gonna be played yeah. sorry Aiden. sorry <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for coming on my podcast, Oh, Mom. you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the only other thing for me to ask you for, okay. uh, is, do you have anything you'd like to you're recommend welcome. to people? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Try to get his voice in. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, thank you for being on the podcast at the very end. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, he could, you could see him, so he was bringing stuff out and showing you, but oh, okay. not realize, and I didn't want to tell him. So. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Sorry, couldn't see you. You can see me. I can't see you. Yeah, got to get a webcam. Yeah. Then these jokes would really land. Maybe before the next one. Yeah. <laughs> For him. Um. So do you? What? For dad. For yeah. him. Yeah. 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 If he wants to use more visual jokes, although I guess that's not recommended in an audio medium. Um, is there anything you want to recommend to people? It could be a movie you've seen recently that you loved. It could be a song or musical artist you really like. It could be a book you read or like anything. Someone you follow on Instagram. Oh boy. Uh... No. <laughs> Okay, and you know what? If you can't think of one right now, I have one that maybe we can recommend together, and that is The Devil All the Time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That was pretty intense. Yeah, so we both really liked that one. That's on Netflix. It's got a great cast, great acting, great story, but very depressing yeah. subject matter. So just watch it when you're ready to watch something that's more dark but but very good yeah yeah it was okay good teamwork okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay so i will let you go and i will talk to you later okay have a good day thank you okay, okay you bye, <laughs> love you. bye love you bye.